Life Audio. Hi, I'm Cynthia Garrett, and welcome to Girl Club. We'll be right with you after these messages. Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org slash impact. Everybody, welcome to Cynthia Garrett's Girl Club. I am Cynthia Garrett, and I'm super excited for uh, the conversations that are getting ready to happen over the next couple of weeks here. Now, look, as you know, we essentially have come to the conclusion that everything in your life is somehow rooted to your identity your clarity about your identity or your lack of identity in Christ. Do you know who you are as God created you? Do you know what you're calling and your purpose is? Um, Do you like yourself? I mean, and that is a really relevant question for the conversation that we're going to have today, because I have to tell you that when it comes to identity, I think most of us know that there are these certain things that plague us. And I'm going to get really real here because a lot of this stuff is stuff that I have struggled with and still struggle with. And I think if you're a woman and most men, you've had this struggle, body image, body distortion. How do I lose weight? Oh, how do the celebrities stay so skinny? How can I look like them? Wait a minute. I want to look like a supermodel, but I don't. What do I need to do to change whatever it is about myself that I need to change in order to be what I see on the cover of a magazine? Our idea of what we look like and the lengths that we will go to pursue perfection is just kind of crazy. And it's gotten way out there rooted in our flesh, our mind, and in the world's very distorted and often, most times often, inaccurate uh, advice for how we should lose weight. And I got to be honest with you, none of this is a judgment because all that advice out there and all those diet fads and all those trending celebrity pills from Ozempic to Wagovia to Moderna to Contrave. Yeah. I know all of them. Fentramine, there's another one. I know about all of these things from hours and hours and hours of conversation with intelligent, successful women all over the world who all share in common this sort of desire to be healthy, which means lose weight usually, um, get control of how we eat. Uh, if if control is even a part of the conversation at all, because most of the time I think we feel like we live in a state of self-control when it comes to the way that we eat. But God does have an idea about everything. That's our That's our jam around here, that God's point of view exists for everything. And what we're always looking for here on Girl Club, as we are real girls having real talk, about real issues while seeking to apply real faith. You know the banner, you know the motto. While we are real girls, the real girl conversation about all of this is really and truly what's God's point of view in everything. And so today I've got some really great news for you. 
Because yes, God does have a point of view about the way that we lose weight. And yes, weight loss can be a good thing. And body image and taking care of yourself and all of the above can be a really good thing when God is in it and a really bad thing when he's not. So in studio today, joining me, I've got um, my two very mature, regular Girl Tribe members and co-hosts, Nova Reynolds and, wow, that was funny, (laughs) Christina Reynolds and Nova Page. (laughs) <laughs> no, I that's mean, amazing. Yeah. And no, wait, you know what's funny is normally it's Christina Boudreau and Christina Reynolds that are confusing to me because they're both Christinas. Yeah. So as as you guys know who are regulars, it's CB and CR a lot of the time. So Christina Boudreau is actually having her dog put down this week, you guys. So please pray for her because she's going through it. And for those of you who have a dog that you love, who's part of your family, and we do, we get it. So um, we all get it. So send up some special prayers for for CB today. But uh, Nova and Christina, I am super excited. You guys, you guys know Nova and Christina. I, I'm I. Um, so let me give them the condensed introduction before we bring in, um, before I introduce today's special guest. But um, these two on screen with me are my sisters. They are my prayer warriors. They're power evangelists. They're both insane singer songwriters. Um, They have won the hearts of millions of people around the world with the anointing that exists on their music, whether it's secular or worship music, really doesn't matter. It's just really anointed because they are gifted. Um, they also are really gifted to teach and teaching the word of God and walking out God's point of view in all things is what we strive to do all the time. So I'm happy you guys are in studio today for this because I think it's going to be a really great day. Um, so for those of you who want to know how to get back in your skinny jeans or who have tried every current fad diet, um, and that would be me first with all the rest of you joining us today. And I really want to get through um, her introduction correctly. Kim Dolan Leto is the world's leading Bible-based fitness expert, author, podcaster, and the founder and brand developer of FIT, F-I-T, Faith-Inspired Transformation. Love it. She is a certified fitness instructor and a nutrition specialist. She's a winner of the ESPN Fitness America competition. She's a top five finisher in the Miss Fitness World competition and a 25-time magazine cover model. In addition to having her work published in Jesus Calling, The Christian Post, Relevant, Oxygen, Muscle and Fitness, Hers, Fitness, Success, Faith and Fitness Magazine, Train, and a whole lot of other publications. She's also been featured on the 700 Club, TBN, CBN, Fox, ESPN, and ABC. We just love that she's a Christian girl like us, you guys, and that she's bringing God's point of view to something that is really important to most of us because we do all want to look good and our identities do get impacted by the way that we look and feel in this thing called our body, our temple. Anyway, Kim's FIT workout series currently streams on Pure Flix, and she was the faith and fitness expert on his radio. Kim and her husband live in Scottsdale, Arizona, where my good girlfriend Shannon and her husband live. And so note to self, got to connect them after the podcast. They live there with their three children. But guess what? Right now, today, she is right here with us. And I'm really, really, really excited to ask you guys to welcome Kim Dolan Leto to the studio. Hey, Kim. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for that introduction. I'm like, is she talking about me? God did that. The whole time I'm like, thank you, Lord. That's all you. <laughs> yeah. Well, it it it's it is all him. But you know what, girl? I love that he has gifted you to want to share from your 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 place of struggle. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, when I look at you and prior to the book, I would never have thought that you struggled with a lot of the issues that you struggled with. Because you're gorgeous, like every other girl here here in Girl Club. We're all beautiful. We sort of know it. Not. But, but And that's what you're going to help us with today. Because we want to know it. We want to know that we're all beautiful in our own unique way. And But Kim, can you kind of kick us off by 
sort of explaining your testimony? How did you end up even caring about what God's point of view is about how we look and how we diet? Oh my goodness. I think like so many of us, I did what we all do when my dad had had a stroke and I was very unhealthy. I was overweight, out of shape at the time. And when your family member, when someone you love, and he was so young, you guys, he was only 47, has an event like that, it shocks you. And you're like, oh my gosh. And God, I was a new Christian and God just put it on my heart. You got to get healthy. You got to take care of your body. So I went to my church and I asked them, you know, can you pray for my dad? Do you have any thoughts about like how to get healthy or this whole thing? They gave, they just said, sorry, we don't have anything to do with that really. You know, so I went to the bookstores back in the day. This is over 20 years ago, bought every single magazine I could find that had to do with fitness, dove in, did it all the world's way, did it all wrong. And then I came to the end of myself because I just kept losing weight, gaining it back, losing weight, gaining it back. And my self-esteem, my worth was just like, I was on this crazy roller coaster. And one day at church, I just literally came to the end of myself. I cried out to God. I was like, Lord, I need you. I cannot do this without you anymore. And I know he was like, finally, she's actually going to get answers at work because I'll be in it. But I just, I did it all wrong and, and, and surrendering it to God, just seeing that that was a space in my life that he didn't have. He clearly showed me. I, I remember, I remember this. I remember crying out to him and saying, I need more of you. I need you here. And he, I know he said this. He was like, you already have all of me, but do I have all of you? And the truth was he didn't, he did not have my weight, my workouts, my eating, all of that was so twisted up in what the world thought of me and my worth and how many people like my photos and my magazine covers and all these doors that he opened, he showed me, he gave it to me for a reason, but without him, all of that success, it won't last. And it doesn't mean a thing. If God isn't in it, he's got to be in it. So Quick answer is I did it all wrong. I was overweight and out of shape. And I took that, that story of being overweight and out of shape. And I did it. Unfortunately, the world's way failed miserably. Then I found how God, how to do it with God and everything changed. And now at the good old age of 54, I'm healthier than I've ever been. And I'm just so grateful because he's given me answers that last. Wow. wow. Well, yeah. Wow. Answers that last. That's Answers that's that last. Yeah, I think that's what we're we're all after. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I just have a quick question and, and Nova and Christina, I want you to just, you know, jump in with your questions. My my first question is what what like sort of what's your synopsis of the world's way? Because I think, you know, at the open of the podcast, you know, we're talking mm-hmm. and I was saying, you know, it's like diet pills and all the trends. And I mean, you look, I mean, there are commercials, you know, oh, 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 Zampic, you guys, I mean, it's, you it's, know, it's, right. It's, but it's, it's actually in, in sort of doing my research about that one, because I'm like, I got to get it. I got to get mm-hmm. it. Well, I didn't realize it. it's a diabetes drug yep. oh my. Oh my that goodness. is being used as a weight loss. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. And yep. it's supposedly the hottest thing on all the celebrities must have list right now. Very difficult to get uh, a prescription for it. And an actor just posted something oddly enough this weekend. He's a diabetic, turns out. And he said, hey, could all of you people who are having, who are having <laughs> weight issues stop taking all of the prescriptions from those of us who need it? And that was kind wow. of, um, it was a little jarring to me because I felt like, oh, whoa. You know, I'm, I would be one of those people who spent the last four days trying to get her doctor to give her a prescription. And he's like, no, you're not a diabetic. I'm like, yeah, but I'm overweight. <laughs> I need to lose weight. So what other, why do you think, why do you think we keep getting offered worldly solutions? And what are the worldly solutions before we focus on the godly solutions? I think we're offered these worldly solutions because the devil is after our health. If he can steal our health and our worth, he can steal our future. And he gets us on this roller coaster of getting sucked into buying all of this. He lure, I I wrote this in my book. He lures you in with the diet pill, with the weight loss ads, with the 
beautiful images of overly photo, like edited photos and mm-hmm. perfectly posed with the hip out. And he does all that crazy stuff to you To It's the lust of the flesh. He wants to lure you in and lie to you and make you feel less than, and you're trapped in a cycle and God isn't in it. And that's why it doesn't work right. because God didn't, invi- he didn't invent dieting. The world did. And I believe they're doing it to control and manipulate women. I believe that the world has, the devil has such a foothold on fitness and it's so evident when you go into the gym, it's just mm-hmm. all about your fine self, your curves, your body, butt sticking out of everything. Like people are like, I get it. I mean, I totally get it. But the thing is, is where is God in that? Is that God honoring? Like fitness to me, it took me so long to get here, but fitness is about stewardship of the body Amen. and the life God Amen. gave me. And it's yeah. about service to God and the life he's given me. And you can't do that when you've got this thing going on in your head. Oh my gosh, I'm just, I'm panicked. I'm, I got to be a size, whatever. I got to weigh this. I got to look like this. When that's going on in here, how are you of any use to God? So we mm-hmm. just need to say no. Father God, I surrender this to you. Forgive me. I seek you first. I give you back this territory. I am taking back this territory. My worth is in you. The scale is not my report card. It's you, Father, through the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit, that I will finally find results. Because, friends, it's so easy, but that is not the $72 billion a year sexy message for fitness. The fitness industry is a $72 billion a year industry because they don't want it to work. It's planned Mm. to fail. Wow. We need Jesus here so bad. Amen. Wow. Can I get a witness? Okay. Wow. (laughs) Okay. I agree with all of that. You can can get a witness, Um, but I'm going to get a cross because guess who's getting nailed to the cross today? I (laughs) know. I am the biggest victim of all of this stuff, you guys. So listen, for those of you listening or watching on live stream, we're talking with Kim Dolan-Lito about her book, Fit God's Way. And it's revolutionary For any of you who are caught up in this dialogue about not looking good enough, not feeling good enough, not, you know, it's all, and, and, and as believers, as Christian girls and guys, we should know that our identity is not wrapped up in how we look. It's wrapped up in who we are, but how we look is so important. And Kim, I'm so grateful to you, you know, for keeping it so real because you're, you're right. Where is God in it? And, you know, in a $72 billion a year industry where, you know, money is the root of all kinds of evil, I can't imagine God is even the first thing that we think about, you know, when we decide we're going to get manic and crazy about weight gain and weight loss. No, he isn't even, he's not. I mean, if you think about it, it's like we go to church and we hear all these messages, but when have you heard a message about your worth and avoiding the worldly schemes for dieting? When have you heard about how to teach your children body image? When have you heard that your worth and value is not found in what you look like? It's who you are in Christ. Don't fall for these traps. They are, it's like people, I, I liken the diet industry to people going to Vegas to gamble, to think that they're going to get rich. It doesn't work. That diet pill is just like you taking your life savings and going to Vegas and trying to win it big and pay, get rich. It's, it's this lust of the flesh, this greed, this self-idolatry that we have to recognize and say, oh, wow, God will have no idols before him. And fitness for me was an idol. So mm. I'm front row. Like I'm raising both hands. I had to die to that. So I think that's where we, we, we need to start is just to say, oh, it doesn't work because God isn't in it. Where there's no root, there's no fruit, right? Wow. Where, wow. Mic drop. Where there's no root, <laughs> there's no fruit. <laughs> yeah. And, that, you know, and my son is, my son is so big on talking about the spiritual root system of things, you know, where, and, and if you're rooted in the wrong things, you're going to get the wrong fruit. The fruit will be right. rotten. Um, and, you know, and if you're not watering, right, if you're not watering the roots, if you're not feeding truth to those roots, then the wrong things are growing up. And, and I, mm-hmm. I think that's what's kind of poisoned all of us. As, at least mm-hmm. for me, a lot of the wrong thinking has grown up. And 
I mean, if I'm really real about it, I think, I think we're lazy. I think I like the easy way out. Hello. That's real. <laughs> That's I mean, real. when it comes to like, life can be so hard that when it comes to losing weight, I do want to take a pill and never get off my sofa and lose 30 pounds and be done with it. Got to keep it real. Yeah. And just like people yeah, want to go to Vegas and get rich. It's that's the thing though, is our, where God wants us to serve. And if you look up the definition in the Bible for glutton, it's one who wants to self comfort. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hello. Is that not the definition of like, Wow. And I, I catch it all the time. And I want to be really careful to say that I still engage in all these behaviors, just like you, Cynthia, I still think, Ooh, I'll see something. And I'm like, no, that's a lie. You have to recognize it. Or, um, I want to go watch a show and eat a bag of chips, but I'm like, no, you can't. That's emotional. I'm giving, I need to give God my emotions not, not run to food. So it's not a perfect journey. It's a constant denying we're in the world, but not of it. So in this flesh, flesh is that three-year-old at target crying and screaming for a toy, right? It's it doesn't care about what it wants. It wants what it wants now. And it doesn't care about the repercussions. So I want to be really careful to make sure I share that I am so far from perfect, but I'm on this journey and I never want to go back to where I came from. So it's a journey. It's not like a one and done. It's a daily surrender with Jesus, a daily Amen. walk. Yeah. I, listen, in your, in your first chapter and, um, Nova and Christina, you may have, have noticed. I love where you start in your first chapter with the scripture that is literally, it's one of my signpost scriptures in my life. Mm -hmm. Uh, Proverbs three verses five and six. Mm -hmm. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Why did you start there? And what does that have to do with how, how to put God first, you know, in, in our fitness? You know, it goes on to say in verses seven and eight, that it will be life and health to your flesh. Uh, because tr if you don't trust in the Lord with all your heart, you have idols. What are you trusting in first out of the gate? What are you trusting in? You can't trust in some crazy diet pill. that's like, you're going to lose 10 pounds, but may cause seizures, cancer, heart disease. Blah, blah, blah. Like yeah. we're trusting and we don't want to do the work. And that is the world's way. That is not God's way because we all know, think about these beautiful women on here that sing, think about your career. It's in the doing with Jesus that is our turning point of greatness. It's in those dark in between spaces in the hard, like roll up your sleeves work that you're like, Oh God, I'm you're with me. I feel you. Yeah. We need his presence. We need to walk it out daily in the Holy spirit and faith is active. Where did we forget that? You know? So we need to trust in the Lord with all our heart. Mm. We need to lean not on our own understanding because our understanding is I want it simple. I want it quick and easy. Our understanding is, well, look at her. She doesn't look like she has to work for it at all. We start the ugly sin of covetousness. We start mm -hmm. rationalizing, you know, we go down our rabbit hole, whatever it is for us. Um, to, so we lean not on our understanding. We acknowledge him in all our ways. So in all our ways, not some of them, that's in what we eat, what we drink, when we get in the word, how we move our bodies, how we love, how we serve, how we show up every day. We need to show up better and stronger in the Holy Spirit. So it's acknowledging him in all our ways. And it says that promises that he will direct our path. Okay. I love how Psalm 32, eight says, I will, I will show you the way you should go with my loving eye upon you. We are not standing on the promises of God. We are not walking in the Holy spirit power we have available to us. And that is why we don't have results or peace. Right. Right. So good. Yeah. I, uh, Kim, first of all, thank you for being here. So incredible. I think something that just kind of like popped in my spirit as I think in church as believers, you know, as being the church, we mm -hmm. often want to separate the secular from the sacred. It's like, just worship God and come to church and read your Bible. But it yeah. is all sacred. This is sacred and holy ground, all of it. Mm -hmm. And so we can't, we can't separate it. It's like, no. I belong to Christ. 
and that is mm. it and it's everything. Yeah. It, yeah. They want to separate fitness. Okay. So this is what's really hard for me. Cause I get a lot of pushback from the church. Like, Oh, Ooh. fitness is vain. Mm. Um, oh, gosh, you're yeah. vain. It's and so your temple. So, so you want to combine the secular or not the secular, the spiritual and the physical. That's yeah. where we get results. I mean, right. we, we right. need to combine. That's where we get power is that when we lay it, when people are always like, how do you do this? How do you do that? I'm like, Oh my goodness. There's so much information overload out there about how to do things, right? But it's yeah. our want to that's broken. But when we lay our want to before the feet of Jesus and we say, I'm giving you my free will today, right. that mm -hmm. changes everything. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. I have a question. This is yeah. for the other end of, <laughs> of fitness, you know, um, because I'm, me and my husband are really avid fitness people, you know, and I've noticed with my extremeness, I will work. I will count my calories. I will make sure I get my macros. I will be in the gym. I was just in the gym at like 6 a.m. this morning. But I know, and here's the crazy thing is that I will see results, but I don't see results until I come out of that manic. You called the manic or someone said manic, mm -hmm. that manic spurt of like literally killing my body, overtraining, under eating. And then not sleeping enough or, you know, it, to the point where it's like, oh my gosh, like I am, like you said, when you're so focused on that one thing, I don't even have room in my life to even consider God, you know? And then even, even after that, it isn't until I fall off that crazy intense three months of literally gym rat, do I later look at, I couldn't even enjoy it because I didn't realize what I had achieved even, you know? So it's this crazy illusion and this like body dysmorphia. I have body dysmorphia daily. Yeah. When I'm not working out. And when I am working out and my question for you is, you know, there are, there's a whole world of like girls my age who are killing it in the gym, but live and, and are getting results, but are living in this bondage of body dysmorphia. So yeah. like you, you are still controlling and you, there mm -hmm. are results, but you can't even enjoy them. And there's always the next level, always that, well, well, my quads need to be more toned. Oh, well, I need, mm -hmm. I need a dump truck because that's, I need to look good in these, you know, I don't know. Like I'm curious cause you have such a history in fitness mm -hmm. and clearly amazing results, you know, and to have that longevity for so long, I just want to know, I mean, I'm sitting here going, how do you go? Okay. I want to acknowledge you in all my ways, be able to be rid of the body dysmorphia and like steward your body well and not get caught in the trap of the bondage. Cause it is just, yeah. it is so quick. It's almost for me. I feel like it's almost impossible yeah. to not fall into the, well, now I'm a slave to the gym now. And now mm -hmm. I'm a slave to my, to my programming, to my food. Mm -hmm. I, my husband almost threw my phone out cause he was like, <laughs> I mean, and you need to get rid, rid of like, what is it? Like fit, the fitness pal or whatever. He's like, quit tracking. Like you're so mean. Cause all you're thinking about is like how much a meal oh, it consists wow. of, you know, I was like, ah, wow. It feels like a, it feels like a losing battle, but the stewardship well, or the giving up. I don't know. I'll just say this and let's just pray about this, that, um, you'll find peace with your body when your worth comes from God and not the numbers. Yeah. It's a, it's a laying down. It's, um, I've written so many quotes like no diet can give you the spirit of self-control. Only God can do that. And now I've expanded that to no diet can give you peace, joy for the journey, faithfulness, love oh for God. yourself. Look yeah. at, you know, Galatians 5, 23, put that on your lock screen. Like I'm a, I'm a daughter of the King mm. and the devil's got me wrapped up about my macro split. I'm not what I eat. <laughs> right. I know, I'm not a number on the scale. Crazy. No, right. you are so beautiful right. and the devil is going, you have to realize you have an enemy. So I wrote a quote and it says, making fitness a spirit led lifestyle instead of a frustrating flesh project is our turning point of greatness because wow. it's that frustrating flesh project. You're in that cycle. You're like the Israelites going around the mountain for 40 years. Only you could have made it an 11 day trip. Let's make it a one day trip today. You're making an 11 day trip, but it's going to take 40 years and you're so young. Don't wait. I don't want women wasting another moment of their life. 
what we need to do is it's because we're in this world though, we're going to face this every day. And you have to say, no, Satan, I'm, I'm a, I'm a daughter of the King. I am a child of God. I'm going to take a seat at his table instead of crawling around underneath the table, begging for snacks and begging for scraps because I'm not good enough because somebody told me one time I was fat or ugly, or they didn't like my hair or they hate my eyelashes or, you know, we just let other people be our God way too much. We let other Mm. things be our God and you're not a macro split. You eat food. You don't eat macros. It's funny that enjoying, actually enjoying the journey is when you said, I heard you say this. You said, it's when I get away from all of that, that I notice the change. Mm-hmm. And that's probably because you came right back to God and God was like, I got you, girl, all that crazy I, stuff that didn't take you anywhere, but will you get back in right. me and we'll, you know, and that's, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, thank you. That's really good. Thank you. <laughs> so I, good. I'm sorry. I'm usually so good about not cross-talking my, 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 I'm, I'm, but I'm blown away, Kim, because I'm just blown away. You're, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you're right. The separation is real. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. Christina, just cause I had to jump in there with what Kim pointed out, you did say there's that point of happiness. And I, and the interesting thing is I have a surprise clip today for you. And I'm going to tell you why, because to me, I looked at that clip and I identified a happy place for Christina that makes me happy to look mm-hmm. at and inspires me to want to get fit and lose weight the right way. And it's an area of your life where you're getting a ton of success and you didn't set out to get success there, but you are because it's your happy place. And it's a place of health. It's a place of fitness. It's a place of mental clarity. Girl, if you don't know where I'm going, then you've really- Oh my gosh, I'm freaking yes. out. What are you going to share? Oh, Anna, no. Anna, can you, can you just, can you just run something Can't really quickly? Oh, Kim, no. check- Kim, check this out. Check this out. Oh no. Making you sweat like that. Break it down. When I look in the mirror, I know what you had to do. I got the superstar glow. So, do the booty. A sidestep right left to my beat. I like the moon rock with me, baby. Know that I got the heat. Let me show you guys how I can see it. Sidestep right left to my beat. Okay. Oh okay. That was in the big that's that was like when we were five months learned. So like oh, well, it's been two years now. But okay, okay. It doesn't it doesn't matter. trying to tear it down. I know. Sorry, oh, sorry. Yeah, Kim, it doesn't matter because yeah. she's been she's she she's been trending on videos ever since they started. You know why Shuffle Mamas is like this thing that I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it because you're not gonna give yourself credit for it. This is how I perceive it, and this is why I think Kim, your presence here is so important. Because I think what you're trying to do, and I got to tell you, your book was terrifying to me before I opened it. It, No, and every page is terrifying. And for those of you listening, understand, Fit God's Way is terrifying because she's going to crucify all of the way that you think and take you to a place of joy. And there's joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And, you know, and fitness is about strength. And for me, when I feel fit, when I feel like I, my body is where I want my body to be, mm-hmm. I feel joy. There's, there is a, a I feel, uh, I feel good. I feel better. You know, it's not mm-hmm. everything, but it is an important part of the thing. And it's a part of the whole and we're the temple of God and it's mind, body, and soul. It's not mm-hmm. mind and soul. And to heck with your body. Hello. If you're dead and have diabetes or, you know, weight problems, all the high blood pressure, all of that stuff. Cause you don't exercise and have joy in your life. Then what's it all? I mean, come on, you're missing a major component. And Christina, to me, you have so much, you shuffle mamas is about joy. Like I watch you guys, they started this thing. What was like in the pandemic, in the garage yeah. and we're and, still and, in the garage. <laughs> yeah. Well, but Kim, but, but no, no, you're not still in the garage. A lot of people watch you and love what oh, you guys are doing. And Kim, how important is it? Because this is my, 
My question, how important is it that whatever we're doing to be fit, it should be a place of fun and joy. And why are Christians afraid to have fun? I, you know, I loved that she was wearing like a little bit of a crop top too, because I get slaughtered. Like you, there's nothing out there. A long time ago, you know, 2014, I was told that I looked like some very nasty words on the internet and no Christian, the Christian space wouldn't, they wouldn't want this message because I, you know, I used to show up for oxygen shoot and they would hand me a bikini and say, you're going to be on the cover of a magazine. What people don't realize is I was in my forties and I had just had a baby and I wanted to inspire women and never turn men on. When I watch Christina's video, I see exactly what our world needs. She has Jesus joy. It's like that you glow different when you have Jesus. People are what people are attracted to when they're watching that is Jesus in you. You're just shining for him and they may not even know it, but that you, that's your, that's your space. And so don't forget that it's, it's like the word of God is the gym for our heart and our mind. Okay. So find that joy in this journey apart from what you look like. I don't even know how you can look at that video and not just think like, gosh, I look amazing. Like God gave me this amazing body able to do this because I'm telling you right now, I'm going to go follow you and try to learn even like two seconds of that. (laughs) And I know it's going to be a hot disaster mess. (laughs) I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn at least two, like three, eight counts, but you are bringing so much joy to people. You're bringing them joy. And it's because you have that joy of Jesus. So don't let the devil steal away the image that you have of yourself because something created that. So I want to pray that today that you go back, take Jesus right back to that place in your life that made you feel that created this theme of body dysmorphic disorder. Was it when you were little? Was it your, your, you had the pretty, you were the ugly, like I was the ugly sister. So I get that. Like, you know, did my parents used to say, oh my gosh, look at your sister's hair. Isn't her hair so beautiful? Look at, she's so, and I just always felt like less, like the devil uses all this stuff that, that happened to us. You know, maybe something happened in a relationship, maybe, whatever it was. I just want to pray that you take Jesus right to that place that makes you feel like you're not enough because honey, you are and Jesus right now, you are enough. You are enough. And I just can't believe that. I just don't want to leave this without you. Will you do that today? Will you just say, Lord, like, even if you have to free, write, God, help me free, write, get out a journal. What, what makes me feel like this? And then just pray the blood of Jesus all over that and your mind and get free. Yeah. Thank you. Amen. And it's, 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 Amen. Yeah. Amen. It, it, it's, I got to tell you, cause Chris, you know, Christina, it, it's so inspiring to watch. Like, I mean, Kim, like, you know, I, 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 I was, I was really perusing this weekend and um, cause one of your video, a new one popped up in my feed. And so, I mean, I just got, I was stuck there for like an hour. Cause I just, I, I mean, I felt good. I felt like, gosh, maybe, maybe you can, maybe we can all learn to do this. Maybe we can all, you know, and right. I want to learn. Yeah. I do. Honestly, I've felt the same thing watching Christina. I'm like, how is she doing? This is amazing. It's so inspiring. Mm -hmm. I watch it over and over. And like, I downloaded that dynamite song, like on my phone. I'm like, just thinking about Christina doing her shuffle. I'm like, how did she do it? And it really does bring joy. And I, I think that Kim, like listening to that point of like, find the joy like it's not mm-hmm. the number it's not the you know all of your hard work and discipline it's like joy yeah it. i i you know it's just thank you thank you kim for yeah. being so open yes, and honest about you, your journey wow. because i i did it all was i have a that wild testimony too of just but i've kind of i'm just if i can keep it real i've swung the pendulum where i'm like who needs to work out? Forget it. Like I, um, and I'm learning, you know, cause I, I'm learning. I, I probably lack the discipline to, to work out. I'm my, my thing is though, is I walk it. I walk to go watch my daughter surf at the beach. I'm like, this is really joyful Lord, but 
you know, pot, maybe it's, maybe it's not enough. Cause you know, I, you know, there's, there's, I'm going through the perimenopausal thing. So I'm like, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, Kim, is it, is, is it enough to be the person who goes out and walks a mile or three or four, you know, um, and, and enjoys that for their day as their form of exercise? Or do we have to pick up the weights, get in the gym and really like, you know, do those hits and where is the, where's the happy medium? Is there a happy media? Is the, what's the rule for that? God's way. What's the rule? Okay. So in fit God's way, I share, you know, the Bible, as much as I want to just say like, here's your macro split and here's your perfect workout. Like Jesus said, do blah, blah, blah. It isn't in there, but what did Jesus do? He walked, he hiked, you know? And so we have to look at, I base the working application, like the, your daily plan for fit God's way modeling the way Jesus lived. So there is one of the seven W's there's seven W's and one of them is to work out. So for some of us, you know, walking is, if you Google, what's the best way to lose weight? Walking usually tops the chart. It's actually usually number one. And I do believe though, that we should do some kind of strength training. I say that because as we age, you know, your body muscle burns, more cat, like at rest, you're going to, you're going to be more metabolically active Mm -hmm. and you want to strengthen your body. You want to feel strong. Just walking wouldn't make me feel strong. So I love to incorporate body weight training. I do some weight training. I like to mix it all up. I don't like to get bored. Um, I will say one thing that I did learn going, I heard you say you went through, you're going through perimenopause. Mm -hmm. I am postmenopausal now. I'm a golden girl. Check it. Don't hate. <laughs> so I will say that I learned this the hard way that I had to do away with HIIT training because high intensity interval mm. training, when your hormones are going like estrogen and progesterone are just like trying to find some kind of balance and they're all over the place, your cortisol is going to go up. And so you're going to have this constant fright or flight feeling that you can't get to come down in menopause, which makes you store belly fat. So when you're wow. perimenopausal, you don't want to do HIIT training. You don't want to activate that sympathetic nervous system and stress your body out, like, you know, doing crazy HIIT training because you can't come back down from it the same way. And you actually, if you're raising your cortisol, you're actually maintaining belly fat. So yeah. I had to get rid of HIIT training, which I missed, but I did start doing a lot more walking and the stair mill is probably my favorite cardio, but I love a good mix. I don't think there's a perfect answer. I think this is where you just ask God, like, Lord, what do you want me to do? Because you know my body better than anyone else does. And if you look at your goals, like if you want to keep your weight down, usually you've got to have muscle mass to do that. Just yeah. And just walking as we age is not going to sustain us in old age well. If you think yeah. about your skeletal structure, your your bones, you need muscle mass on your body to help you not, you know, get with osteoporosis, with all these different mm-hmm. issues. So we want to keep our bones strong. And one of the main ways we do that is through weight training. So I, I'm a big advocate of mixing it up and finding, so finding what brings you joy. What yeah. brings you joy, you know? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Honestly, Kim, because I have a little daughter, she's 10. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need to be strong for her. Like part mm-hmm. of it is, I yeah. really want to be the mom that shows up and can like, carry all the surf stuff to the you know, and mm-hmm. I currently I can. But honestly, it does like I, I had her at 38. And so I'm 48 mm-hmm. now. And I I do I, I'm like, I know it to be true. I know mm-hmm. I need to do this. Mm-hmm. And I don't do it. I Yeah. Find a class you love. Find a class you love. Mm -hmm. I feel like that is such a a big part of this is find Mm -hmm. like, let's say you, cause I have a 15 year old daughter. I had her at 38 and I, what I love to do is I will drop her off at school sometimes and I'll go to a class that I love and Mm -hmm. just find that system. And I talk about that a lot in this book is finding that daily system. And I help you create it because I think that's, what's missing is that we have all this information, but we're like, okay, but how do I just make my daily plan? Right. Right. And that's what we really need to do is dig in with Jesus, set our faith goals, set our fit God's way daily system. And it works. I'm telling you it works. 
Let, let's let's talk a little bit about the technicalities of, of the book, you know, and I mean, and, and, you know, listen, girl club crew, like if you've never taken notes, I take notes because <laughs> she's Kim is very specific and detailed in her book. I want you to buy the book, but I want you to take some notes because I think if you just really try to grab on to the, the, the hows and the, the what's and the why's you're going to buy the book because it's all very practical stuff. You talk about seven W's, right? Mm-hmm. How to get fit God's way with, with the seven W's. And I think that's habit too. Can you explain the sort of the breakdown, what are the habits, um, why you kind of set the book up in the way you did, because there are chapters and then there are these different habits. And I want to know what the seven W's are. Okay. So what I did was I created seven, the seven habits. So the book is based on seven habits, but the seven W's are kind of like that daily application. They're how you create your daily system. But I want to just touch on the habits. So number one, there's only seven of them. Put God first in your fitness. And this is how you redefine fitness God's way and learn how God can do a new thing in your fitness. Habit two, like Cynthia said, is how to get fit God's way with the seven W's. And here's where you set faith goals. Um, it's also about accountability and support and community. That's huge. Habit mm. three is all about activating your faith. And I have a an activate your faith success equation, because I feel like we need to know the world is like all about that. Right. So I gave you a godly version of that and tools to help you take action. Habit four is about choosing fit thoughts. And this is so imperative for your worth and identity. I call it him powered worth and identity because it's not about you. And you guys, I wrote a chapter, a section in this, that one day I was working out and God gave me this sentence in, I literally cried. Like I got off the elliptical, got down on my knees and just like said, wow. Cause chapter nine in the habit of fit thoughts is called the body confidence cure. See his perfection in your reflection. Hmm. I needed that so bad because I suffered from all of it. And when I look in the mirror now, I don't go, my eye doesn't any, no longer goes to those pieces of me. I want to change because I know I'm a whole masterful work of God not just a little piece that I want to change. Okay. So habit five is how to eat to fuel your temple. Habit six is how to make fitness holy. And habit seven is all about how you press on and you don't quit. Um, it's so good. And there's a million question and answers in there. There's so much, but the, the seven W's I think are really important because you know, we need that daily application and we need to set goals. Okay. So what happens is typically we set a goal and then we don't, that goal is like something we just put on like a sticky note or we're like, you know what? I'm just going to like, I'm going to, I want to lose like 10 pounds before I go on this family vacation. But it's like, you never take the time to reverse engineer that goal back to like, what, what do you need to do today to make that goal happen? Right. So let's say we're in February right now, and this summer we want to get ourselves like feeling good and healthy. We want to not feel like uncomfortable in a bathing suit. We want to just be free of all of this, right? So we write down our faith goals with God, and then we start looking at these seven W's. And these seven W's are that daily application. So real quickly, the seven W's are, they're going to sound like the biggest duh, because it's just the way Jesus lived. This whole book is all about how did Jesus live and how is it powered? Powered by the Holy Spirit. Okay, so this, and if you want to get a template of these, you can get it at fitgodsway.com. But number one, you're going to get in the word every day. Get in the word. The word of God is the strength training for your heart and mind and your body. Like if you don't have the word of God, that's your firm foundation. Like what I said, if you don't have where there is no root, there is no fruit. Okay, so. He, if we're not rooted in Christ, we have nothing like apart from him, we can do nothing. The word says that. And then worth, you got to practice placing your worth. That's the second W in Christ, Mm -hmm. because that's where you find your confidence, your strength, your grace. You know, sometimes we fall down and we let the devil beat us up. You eat bad for a weekend, honey, don't let that weekend turn into a week and a month and a year. Catch yourself Mm -hmm. before you wreck yourself, right? The devil is after your health. Don't get it twisted. He he wants to steal your future. And if he can steal your worth and your health, he will. And then third is whole God-made foods. Fourth is water. Fifth is working out. Fifth, uh, sixth is worship, okay? 
Mm-hmm. Worship is a big one. I don't think we realize, do you ever just find yourself sitting around and you're like, oh, I need to, you're like thinking about yourself. We need to like fall on our knees in the presence mm-hmm. of God and mm-hmm. thank him. Thank Amen. him. Look up. Like we just, we need to worship. We need to look up from our lives every day and worship God for all he's done. Mm-hmm. And then lastly, I talk about awake sleep cycle because we are staying up far too, way too late. We're on our iPhones all the time. We're not prioritizing rest. You know, look at the so way true. Jesus lived. He got up early every morning. He got alone with his father. We need to prioritize sleep. And those simple seven W's, you know, I go in, I talk all about, I break each one of them apart, but that's the way Jesus lived. You guys, that's the way he lived. He came to serve. So we need to steward our bodies and our gifts well, so we can bring our father glory. And that's what that book is all about is getting fit for your calling, getting fit Mm -hmm. for your calling so that you can show up for God in a whole new way in the power of the Holy spirit. And you can make people want to know your, our Jesus. Mm. So good. Amen. So, well, so good. Sam. I've never heard that aspect. Never about I, all I've heard like, yes, your body's a temple. So steward wow. it well. But mm. the fact that, I mean, being a musician, a singer, like, you know, you know, I, I'm always like, well, I need to be skilled. I need to make sure that I'm always ready for any given mm-hmm. moment. All right. Now you're, you have to go perform. You have to do this or that. But I never thought of it in terms of actual, just your physical, like your body. Mm-hmm. The stewardship in that aspect of showing up yeah. and being able, I don't know, it just kind of blew my mind just now. And it kind of takes it beyond that self-worship of, well, I just want mm. to have a flat stomach to look yeah. in that crop top. It, you know, you become so focused on these things that I'm just loving what you're saying. All these W's, it is that shift that if it's unto giving Christ glory, mm-hmm. then it doesn't become about a self-hatred thing. It's going, oh, it's my joy, like you said, to serve. It's my wow. joy to bring you glory through mm-hmm. all of this. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> but it's also, Christine, helpful. you have to you have to realize that the the devil knows that you're bringing people all this joy, so he wants yeah. to take that away from you. And if he can get you living in your head enough, he can ruin that. And yeah. that I'm only using you as an example because for me, he did that to me. He was like, who are you to write this book at your age? Like I come against it every day. Like mm. I-, I was just on the 700 club and I got an email from Sony that they wanted. Sony owns PureFlix, and my workout series is streaming on PureFlix. I got an email that they wanted to renew it. And I laughed. I was like, I see you God, because they renewed mm. it for three more years, which means I will be 57 wow. years old when my workout is streaming on PureFlix. It's not about God doesn't like he really looks at our heart. I love how in first Samuel, it says that like, he's not looking at like, he doesn't look at the things that we look at. He doesn't look at our Mm -hmm. appearance or our height as it says, he looks at our heart. And so I believe that one of the main reasons we fail at fitness is we have the wrong heart motivation. I had a conversation with a Christian woman recently and she was like, no, but really I love Jesus, but I want to look hot. So like, how can I look hot? And I'm like, but if you look hot, who else's life will be changed? And isn't that just about you? Like, <laughs> where's your heart motivation? Whoa. Like that's, I get it. I get it. But your heart motivation is about your, yourself. And like God, God wants motivation, a heart motivation that is for him, for his mm. glory. <sighs> so when your beautiful self, Christina is shuffling around and making people smile and you just look so beautiful and perfect. Girl, that brings people joy. And don't you, I mean, that is why the devil's coming after you so hard because he knows you're making, you're, you're, you may be the Jesus that somebody needed that day, you know? Yeah. 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 I love, well, first of all, I mean, is there a book out there about one W? Cause maybe I'm doing okay in one W I'm, I'm like, I'm like the seven W's. I'm so, I'm, I'm Kim. I'm totally convicted. I'm sorry. You guys know me. I'm, like, I'm completely, I'm trashed. I'm nailed. I'm wrecked today. Nova just finished. Cause like, I don't even, it's amazing. You, you know, one of the things I'm really good at is key is being real with myself. I know my areas of strength and where I am a leader and I am a boss. I also know where I am a child. <laughs> you know, that needs to be put on timeout. 
And mm-hmm. I literally just feel like a two-year-old sitting here in the corner of the bedroom going, Mama, I was a bad girl today. I am so awful in all of this. And it's like, I'm so encouraged and motivated. Like, I feel like I was lost and now I'm found. Mm-hmm. Honestly, that's how I feel yeah. right now because I know that God is really speaking to me because so at 57 and, you know, with a birthday coming up, right? Um, see, I, I think when you say, you know, oh my gosh, you know, my video will be streaming at 57. I'm, I just think, well, that is so God, because I, I, first of, first of all, girl, I didn't know you were in your fifties. I thought you were I like, know, you look phenomenal. I thought you were like in your thirties. Oh so first of all, that's the first miracle of God <laughs> that's inspiring to everybody is like, oh, Seriously. hold on a second. Being healthy actually does manifest by making you look younger. And it's not just a look younger. It's when your spirit is younger and you yeah. feel strong and you, you are, you're, you're just laughing about the things that you've come through and with this journey. And Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, Kim, I'm just very grateful to you. I'm very grateful to you, to the, to your message, uh, in your life and through your life and your book. And one of my very favorite scriptures is, is the one that says in him, I live and move Mm -hmm. and have my being. And I can't think of anything more healthy or fit or beautiful mm-hmm. on the outside and the inside than the power of God being in you and moving through you and having your being just reflect, you know, the health mm-hmm. of God. And I think it's a shame that the church would in any way look look at anything uh, with a a woman who wants to be fit and healthy and look good on God's terms. Mm-hmm. To, look, to look down on that is crazy. And all we've done is demonize a whole area of our life so that all these young women are out there. And you know where they're taking their cues because they can't find a Kim Dolan Leto? They're oh, taking so their true. cues. They're taking their cues from the other Kim. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're, so taking true. Their, they're taking their things from the, the, the Kardashian clan and from Man. other girls who are telling them that their self-worth is in their butt implants. And I, I mean, and, and in things that are crazy and in these diet pills and these, these fads. And I got to tell you, you know, one of the greatest regrets of my life is being a young girl in high school and having had an abortion because there was no one around me in my life to tell me, hey, can I shed God's point of view on this pregnancy that you find yourself in? No one, you know, nobody told me the other side. It was all of the secularly empowered stuff. You're, oh, you're so young and you want to have a career and, you know, blah, blah, blah. It was all that stuff. It's all the Mm -hmm. stuff that women use right now today to empower Mm -hmm. all of that particular issue. And we don't even have to go there, but there has never been anyone around me either to tell me, and this is for the church and for all you leaders in the church. And most of you are men and 90%. Well, I think it's more like 92% of the, the, the butts and seats in churches are women. So listen to me, men, because you're giving us bad advice, no matter, <laughs> no matter what, the church says about this issue in our minds, if we are plagued with our weight and how we look and body com- body dysmorphia. And if, if you're looking at a girl like Christina dancing and it's joy and she looks awesome. I mean, I, I like looking at you looking awesome. You know, I'm like, that's my girl. That's my tribe. She's in my girl club in those hot little tights. I mean, I'm telling you, you got a whole movement of young boys in college going to worship at the International House of Prayer because they went down there and Jordan Juneman, one of my son's college teammates at the University of Kansas, I'm going to call it out, was like, have you seen Christina Reynolds? She's so hot. That's so cute. It is cute. And you weren't going for that, but I didn't care as a mom because it was getting all the college boys to go and sit in the presence of God where they all got wrecked and encountered by the Lord. So God. God uses everything. Praise God. And, and, you know, and no matter what we look like, he uses that. 
So I just think, Kim, that I really, I just celebrate you, sis, Mm -hmm. and applaud Mm -hmm. you for not backing down and letting the enemy tell you, you're not enough. You're too old. You're this, you're that. No, sister, I am so happy that you even shared your age because you know what I feel like? Oh, gosh, before I'm 60, I can actually look and be fit in the way I've always wanted to look and be fit because I've always been the skinny girl. 5'10", my nickname was Slim and Olive Oil. I mean, I was always a skinny girl. It was never <laughs> healthy skinny. It was always wrong skinny. It was always drug-induced skinny. It was always wrong. And then I had menopause. I hit menopause and menopause hit me like a steamroller. And mm-hmm. I was the girl, my doctor said, you're the girl who gains weight. And I'm like, well, thanks. That's great. I don't know what to do with the extra 30 or 40 pounds on my body. I don't feel good. My knees hurt, back hurts, the whole thing, right? So this is a big area, I think, for a lot of women my age, our age, who are kind of going, hold on, is my life over? Like, do no. I, like, I don't need to be, I don't want to be skinny. Like, yeah, I don't want to be skinny like my 20-year-old self. I'd look horrendous. I'd die. I, I was, I'm 5'10". I was 120, 25 pounds my whole life. I don't want to be that skinny. It's not even smart at my age. But I do want to feel healthy and fit and good in my clothing when I put on my clothes. Because I can't pray that away. That means God is in it, Right. When you can't mm-hmm. pray yourself, like I can't sit down and say, oh God, I know that you want me to feel uncomfortable in these jeans and have to sit through dinner and just want to unbutton my pants and run out of the room. Oh, I know you want that for me, God. Mm-hmm. I accept that. That's a lie. <laughs> I know it's a lie. It is. And I just want to say something real quickly. I I hope, Christine, it's okay that we talked about your story because I dealt with a lot of the same things that you dealt with, like the perfect you know, macro split and the overcoming that and the, the body issues. So I hope, you know, like I wasn't trying to like, oh, I was no, just no, trying no. to share like through your experience, because I know that someone is watching and they're like, that is me. So, um, I hope you know that. And I'm just, I'm so grateful to you for your honesty. And I know that God will use it to be a blessing to other people. But what I really want to say, I want people to understand. And I, I think this is something that a truth that is so missing. We need to hear this, that this whole weight loss worth thing, this is, this is a spiritual issue. This is a spiritual battle and we can't answer it with worldly solutions. We we keep trying to answer it with worldly answers. And that's why we keep coming back to the same place, the same place because God isn't in it. So where I just want to encourage the, the viewers or listeners that God knows exactly where you struggle and he loves you so much. He loves you so much and he has work for you to do and for you to look your best, be your best, feel your best. I believe that that's what he wants us to do because we represent him. You've got to take him to those places, take him to those places that ask him, say, father, God, the next time that I, you know, am tempted to compare myself or want to go buy Ozempic or want to just freak out and think that I can just like hurry up and lose all this weight. Show me not to have any shame. Show me that I'm Mm. enough right now in you. Show me that you're with me on this journey. Show me that you have my answer and that you love me and that you're holding my hand through it. And when you walk Mm. it out with him, you're going to win. You rely on yourself. You're going to quit. You rely on the world. You're going to lose. You rely on God. You're going to win. Amen. 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 Listen, we are for, for, for all of, for all of our listeners and, and viewers, we're, you already know we're at the end of our time for today. We're going to pick up though next week. We're going to continue with Kim. Um, there's so much more that we can unpack. Um, and I do want to talk about accountability next week, Kim, because, because it's a, it's a huge part of, of anything mm-hmm. that you do. You know, fellowship mm-hmm. is spoken about often in the Bible. We were mm-hmm. created for fellowship. I am a better Christian because of fellowship. I am a better everything in Christ because of fellowship, but we don't often look at it for all these other areas of our life, especially this one, Kim. So, um, you know where you are. This is girl club. We are real girls having real talk about real issues while seeking to apply real faith because it takes Mm -hmm. real faith to deal with all of these very real issues. And Mm -hmm. this one I think may be the realest issue because this is the one that affects our person. 
It's us. Mm-hmm. So I want to thank you guys for listening. We will see you next week. Kim, I, I, I just thank you and applaud you for sharing mm-hmm. and, and, and being so transparent and really helping all of us around the world love ourselves better mm-hmm. and look better in the process. And, <laughs> you know, and Christina and Nova, you know, you're my transparent sisters in Christ. And I love you guys for always being willing to just be open and be present and share. Mm-hmm. And, and Christina Reynolds, you better keep on shuffling. If you guys don't know, <laughs> if you don't know about shuffle models on TikTok, let me tell you something. While the Chinese are, are sending drones all around the world, cloning all of our information, I hope they pick up some Jesus in the joy of the Lord that comes through Christina dancing away. That is it. We will be back with you guys next week. Peace out. <laughs> Have you ever attempted to read the entire Bible? Did you do it, or did you only make it part way? I'm John Stonge, and I host a podcast that will make it possible for you to make it through the entire Bible, one chapter at a time. I've been hosting the Chapter a Day Audio Bible Podcast since 2015, and every single day of the week, I read one chapter of Scripture, then follow that up with a time of prayer. And if you're looking for daily insights and inspiration directly from God's Word, I hope you'll give the Chapter a Day Audio Bible a listen. You can find it at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.